0: download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. I've gotta tell you, I really like the sound of that, and with WinBet, it's just that easy. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $5, win $400. If you're a new WinBet player, you can make your first deposit of $20 or more and become eligible for the offer after opting in. Following your first deposit, you can place a minimum $5 straight bet on any spread over under or money line wager with odds of minus 120 or greater and have a chance to win $400 as a free bet credit. Come on, guys and gals. Download the WinBet app now or visit dot tcom Download the app bet big, and win bigger, and let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where win bet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Welcome to the Greenlight Podcast, ladies and gentlemen.
1: we got a Super Bowl betting show for you today. First up, Chris is going to give you the rundown on his new diet. And then we're going to talk with Mo Pearson. He's a win bet senior trader. He's going to give us the lowdown on all the win bet props, player props, team props for the Super Bowl. How they come up with those lines and really get you excited about betting for the Super Bowl. And then Chris and Dr. Facts are going to talk about some of the fun Super Bowl betting lines. The prop bets, the fun ones. Color of the Gatorade. Props for the halftime show, length of the national anthem. We'll also talk about the Pro Bowl, how we can improve it. Taylor's got a couple ideas there. And then Chris talks about his history lesson from an Uber the other evening. Have a good Monday. Enjoy each other's company.
0: How do you feel this morning, you the the listener? No football. Take a minute, do a little self inventory. It's Sunday afternoon. I think I'm doing okay. I think I'm doing okay. It's nice having money in my pocket.
2: How dare you just disrespect the guys in the Pro Bowl, man? That's oh yeah, Pro football. Bowl. Bro. I mean, we
0: were just we were just <laughs> following the Pro Bowl. I mean, yeah. <laughs> And we'll ask Mo Pearson about betting the Pro Bowl. It's something that didn't even cross my mind. But I guess people are doing it. I saw you. Yeah, that makes sense now. You had the, the Pro Bowl score on your win bet app earlier. Did you
2: fucking wager something on this game? Unfortunately, I didn't. But that, that over totaled a, a lot <laughs> after I, the first few minutes of the
0: game. It's a performance I, I caught 10 seconds. I mean they're not even tackling anymore, and I don't blame anybody. I don't blame a soul, but you can't blame me for not counting it as like a sporting event. I'm just like, hey, this is what we got in about 10 days from now. Like, this is it perpetually for a while. I mean, you get the NBA playoffs coming up in in the distant future. The Winter Olympics, that's great. I'm, I'm gonna get into that, but we all know that like, there is a hangover after the NFL, and I hope you guys are doing okay. Uh, with this preview of what is to come, I'm going to say hello to uh, Santorini, Greece. Okay, it's also going to be a layup line today.
2: Seen a Cuban kilo? I was 15. Huh. Dylan never had my teeth cleaned. Restricted license, but I'm so divisive. I know the snipers and I the
0: Santorini, Greece. I am officially uh, pescatarian, guys. That's my big announcement. Really? Yeah, I'm just eating fish. With an asterisk, I'll share the asterisk. Congratulations! Uh, thank you, thank you very much. I'm I'm, ex- I'm a pescatarian,
2: I'm, so I'm excited to see what type of what type of food you might get at work now since you're a pescatarian. Well, that's it's gonna been, be
0: the hard part. I can't like I can't fucking can't fuck around at work. You know what I mean? I can't. You
2: just gotta find. I can't order there's enough, there's a chicken sandwich, upety, and you guys enough, not
0: call uh, me out on it. That's kind of what I'm doing here.
2: Oh no, I yeah. like
0: fish. Yeah. But like but do are you, you like cool with like fried like,
2: fish or no? Or are you like are you going to be specific? Okay, so I think I'll probably do fried fish. Okay, yeah, so then fried shrimp. I got a, like I got that. a bunch of places That's that we the, can order.
0: They from. do that in Italy, you know. There's a lot of fried shrimp being uh, eaten on the Amalfi Coast. Okay, no. Okay, so here's my asterisk. Bison, I can eat bison yep. twice a week. Twice a week, but I'm like 80% pescatarian. So that's the, that's the asterisk. That's what I'm going with this off season. (laughs) A couple things went to dinner with a friend the other day. He's really into this stuff. And he gave me the whole cancer rundown, like on, you know, the more red meat you eat and all that stuff. And I already know that, but when somebody says it out loud and you know, I'm kind of like getting old, I'm like, you know what? I gotta make a change for once in my life. I'm gonna make a change for once in my life. So bison is good though.
2: It's gonna feel real good. So bison is good though. I'm gonna make a difference. So bison is good. I'm gonna make it right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you really like bison. That's what you're doing to say. I love bison. Okay. Yeah. So my girlfriend, she just recently got a, a grocery box, yeah. and she just said to me, we're getting bison this week. Like, how do you feel about it? Oh, that? bison's great, dude. No, oh, yeah, I think I thought is. you were laughing
0: because it's a big cheat. It is kind of a big cheat. I'm not technically going to be a pescatarian, but four times a week, which is kind of like the pescatarian diet anyways. I'm not going to be eating tree nuts the rest of the week. That's the only difference. Like, four times a week. Fish. Call me the cod god. Last night, I, I henceforth I go by the cod, <laughs> cod god. I had cod. It was, and it was, it was from a really good restaurant. And you can try real hard to make cod sexy. Cod is just,
2: cod is a workhorse of the ocean. It's not, it's not like some sexy fish to eat. You got to check out the. I forget the name of it. There's a few Mexican spots here. You could get the whole fish grilled it's really really good see that's one of the hard things about being a pescatarian is the work
3: there's With a stuff. nice fish stand right by your house actually that really that uh doxing
0: me how many
2: fish stands
3: <laughs> oh <laughs> god nate yeah <laughs> yeah they I have remember a, it. They it's have right a, next to my
0: house yeah they have a stand now
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be eating, i'm gonna be eating bison two times a week and i'm beating fish the rest of the time the, one of the real shame uh the real travesties of being a pescatarian is i can't enjoy the land air and sea
2: from McDonald's that just came out. Has oh anybody seen that sandwich, goodness. bro? Oh my <laughs> goodness. I, yo, I'm not gonna lie. I was very, very high when I seen this commercial. <laughs> no. And no. I was mad that like, I couldn't rewind it because I didn't know yeah. if I seen what I Matt just saw I this seen. fucking
0: this skyscraper of a fucking.
2: And I am a huge Fish fillet fan. I am a like. I don't know where you're at, but support, number number nine groups for number that. <laughs> number nine warrior. I think yeah. it's a great. So you can have fish fillet now. You're just a pescatarian. I am a pescatarian. Look at I guess you should I try could. it. That shit is good. Sometimes <laughs> just because you can doesn't mean you should. I guess. You know what I mean, bro? If you're eating cod, bro, that's no different than that, than whatever's on that McDonald's. This was little. some
0: uppity cod, bro. <laughs> I can eat uppity cod. I can't eat. I can't eat the fillet so, fish, dude. So
2: can we take can we take over under how long this is gonna last? Are you, the, you're, sure, you're saying sure. this. Let Reed but like, said our, it. Because Reed is the one who knows this is not gonna last. But are you? How long <laughs> are you trying to do this? Like where you're really gonna be like dedicated to it? A long time, dude. I Man, don't. I don't. Cra- does, I don't crave chicken. How does Meg feel about this? Because like you doing something drastic like this, it pulls everyone into it. My body. <laughs> you know the rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's have. Well, I uh, I'll take the under Reed. <laughs> well, read, we haven't Let's even say heard
0: that.
2: 4 months.
0: 4 months. I'll stand, four months. No, I'll bets take the are under. are pouring in on the under. What'd you say, Nate? i <laughs> take the under. Take
2: so the under So basically, four basically the rule so is, no wings or nothing. So what are you going to do? Listen, during I March will madness?
0: break rules. Fish sticks? No, I will break rules from time to time. I'll be at a bar and I'll have some wings. I'm not going to be this gung-ho person, but if I strive to eat fish for dinner, Four times a week And then the other three nights I eat bison twice And then there's a wild Wait, card so you, there so I mean like maybe it's fish five times Gotta watch some mercury Nate So remember you're done when with we, when we, you're not when, saying
2: steak So you're done with steak You're done with certain red meats. No, meat If you're, I'm at a fire restaurant saying.
0: I might have a steak <laughs> But I'm largely—I Yo, told you I'm, to a though. I'm a pescatarian. I don't go to restaurants much, so yes, when I do, they—they they be fire.
4: But like at the huh? Super Bowl, wings is like a popular like dish. So yeah. you're gonna replace that with like fish sticks or something? Do you like fish sticks? Gordon's? I do not, Taylor. Fish
0: like fish dicks, Taylor. I don't like <laughs> you fucking children. How long? How long were you guys? You know, workshopping that back there, just drawing little fucking doodles. Communicate Morse code back there, two feet apart. Took you how
2: long? You and Kanye, you and Kanye, fish dicks, fish Fish dicks.
0: Um, (laughs) That's pretty funny, though, Taylor. Taylor, you're gonna be involved in this open in a second, so just get, you know, like just get, just get ready. I love fish, dude, so I'm really excited about this. Also, land, air, sea. Chicken does not fly. Amend. Land, air, sea. It's land, land, sea is what you're doing, dude. They have wings. Chickens don't fly. They have wings. Who gives a shit? This
1: land, air, and sea sandwich, there was a TikTok user who posted a video of her husband calling into McDonald's complaining because it comes as three separate sandwiches and you have to stack them yourself. (gasps) And he called in and oh, complained. Oh, that's not like said, the
0: commercials.
1: Right. He called in and complained. It was not one sandwich. It was apparently three sandwiches that I had to make myself into a land, air, and sea. If I wanted wait. to make my own sandwich, I would have stayed at home and made my own sandwich. <laughs>
2: wait, 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 wait. wait. No, he's tripping. because No, a, he's that's, not. No, that's a huge discount. That's three sandwiches for the price of one. Are you kidding me? I he's need that all tripping, day. He's not tripping,
0: though. He's paying the price in a lot of ways. <laughs> a lot of ways. 1300 yeah. Thirty calories. I mean, good <laughs> lord, dude, that's a healthy breakfast. You get all the food groups there, the whole pyramid, and it's literally a fucking pyramid. Land, that- land, sea, dude. Who's eating that? It's a gimmick. It's a decoration. It's an ice sculpture. It blows my mind when I get online to look at like a McDonald's that there are reviews. So you, so
2: <laughs> oh my, I'm god, guessing, my god. So I'm guessing you, you think would, they care? Would you take a McDonald's sponsorship?
0: Yeah, everybody's got a price, man. Even a pescatarian. <laughs> so,
2: so, Chris Long's fish fillet coming soon. Yes, I'll do it. What would you do to spice it up? Throw H-M-U. some H M U. Throw some hot sauce on it. What would you do to spice up H- your hot fish sauce? Fillet? For sure, for dude, sure, for Chee- sure. Pe- cheese or no cheese? No cheese. No cheese. No cheese. Tartar sauce or no tartar sauce? No. Tar- no. There's mayonnaise in that. Oh, wow. Bre- breaking the stereotype, huh? I hate mayonnaise, dude. What? What do you mean? You don't know that about me? What? Are you an, like <laughs> a pseudo
0: employee here? <laughs> you don't know I hate mayonnaise? This is incredible. White, white person who well, doesn't sh- like mayonnaise? I, yeah, I should also tell you that my dad's Howie Long. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know? No way. <laughs> I mean, I thought mayonnaise and that fact were the two things people know. Like, Google can tell you that about me. Tartar sauce, no. No, Nate. No, I don't do any mayonnaise. They have mustard-based tartar sauces. I, it's it's just no for you? It's, it's uh, association with wow. the product. I'm doing this for Kelly Slater, who turned 50 uh, and just won the Billabong
3: or something like that, right? He won his eighth pipeline title, I eighth believe.
0: Eighth pipeline. That's incredible. That's gnarly. And I want to be like a Kelly Slater. I don't want to be... I already feel old, dude. I feel old. The whole conversation at dinner the other night, my physical, you know... State right now I I don't work out a lot I want to be like Kelly Slater And I think he's probably A pescatarian And
3: When you talk about All time greats I am getting a
0: vaccine You know I'm I'm (laughs) pro-vax I didn't know that about him He's he's like (laughs) He's very anti Yeah
3: but But pretty pretty impressive being almost 50 Doing that physical Of a sport at that level
0: Right I was inspired by Kelly Slater and uh, him winning the billabong. And until he won the billabong, this was just an idea. And now it's a reality. I am a, You're looking at a real pescatarian, and I'm, I'm sitting right here Listen, in this cap, you know, on this couch.
2: I could do the pescatarian thing, you yeah. know why? Yeah. Because over the past couple of years, I'm in love with sushi. And I honestly, it's a little pricey. If you find it like a good price, it's a little pricey, but I, I have enough sushi dishes that I like that I can probably do sushi for Five days straight. So here's the thing. When we used to train in Fort Lauderdale that yeah. one that one
0: offseason, oh, remember good? we used to go down the street. How and fucking get, good was that spot? Well, here's the problem, dude. Our mercury content, like I went and got my blood work done it and was, they were like, Hey dude,
2: you had the chill. You're turning it, into a metal. They was getting that fresh, fresh sushi, bro. That spot, what was that spot? That shit was so good. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Deerfield yeah, Beach. It was
0: incredible, and they had uh, what else they have there? What, what was, what was I getting there? The oxtail. The oxtail. Oh my god. I can't eat oxtail
2: anymore. Oh my
0: god. Hey,
2: take they the did. under. Reed.
0: Take the under. Everybody, take the under. They
2: did that. That restaurant. I'm, I'm upset that we can't remember the name. But that sushi was probably some of the best. Yeah, and I got there. bad
0: news. I'm not moving to Fort Lauderdale tomorrow, so <laughs> I'm the cod god, not the fucking... You know who's going to be eating some seafood, guys? <laughs> you guessed it, Doug Peterson. <sighs> he needs to watch his Mercury. I feel like Doug would just go in and just murder a tuna steak every night, the same restaurant. He loves ice cream, okay? Ruth Chris. That's something that's been kind of like coming to the forefront again. I've told this story on the pod before. By the way, he's the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars now. Well, that news could have gotten gobbled up. Yeah. Somebody might have missed that, I guess. Taylor, how do we feel first off?
4: Feeling pretty good about it. I think kind of what he did in Philly with uh, Garrett Blunt and Jhi with the run game. And yep. I think he went in and increased their time of possession. And that's something that we really struggled with. And maybe taking the pressure off Trevor Lawrence and giving the ball to Travis Etienne. And hopefully James Robinson's healthy by then. And getting the run game going, increasing our time of possession, I think overall that's a good place to start uh, for our offense.
0: Well, fucking hey, you just said it. I mean, there's a guy who's living it. Mercifully, they've hired a a competent head coach, a good head coach, a great head coach. Doug Peterson, obviously my coach uh, when we won a championship in Philly and somebody who I have a great deal of respect for and just somebody who I think gets you to play hard. I think that's the one thing they're getting not only it's rare that you get not only the the Xs and Os upgrade because he will do more for for Trevor Lawrence than the last guy did he's going to do more for the run game than the last guy did even though like sometimes his commitment to the run game can lack a little bit but like he can scheme shit up he's a motivator so you get that Xs and Os infusion but you also get the kind of like motivation infusion the the guy who can turn a locker room around. The locker room last year was so sick of Urban Meyer by the end of the season. Like, you know, that's a reality at this point. And Doug Peterson's gonna take a very vulnerable group that they're just, they're ready to receive leadership. Like, after a bad head coach, you got a locker room that's just ready. Like, whoever walks in the door, you're gonna give a big chance. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You've been basically, Abuse, man. Like you've you know how been, they say change
2: is bad. This is probably a situation where everyone in there's just like, Ooh, like, it like you're probably thinking in your head, it can't get worse. No, but that's the thing is like
0: imagine being trapped there. You've been through Urban Meyer for a year. Whoever walks in the door is gonna get an honest shot from the players. It helps that this guy's won a Super Bowl. It helps that people have like that players like me have talked good about him. Like that that's the ultimate to me the barometer for are you gonna like this coach? Well, like yep. just listen to what the players say. That's it. Doug is a guy who will work the team. Like he's gonna he's gonna make sure the team works. But he's got a way about him in maybe the battles he picks. Like he's not gonna piss on every bush like as a head coach. He's not a control freak in every way. Like, so that when he picks his battle, you will run through through a wall for him on it because he knows how to pick his spots. And I think that's a really good skill and it it doesn't hurt that he's a former player. So all these positives, you know, going into a job where this coach is gonna get an honest shot from this locker room, I think it all hinges on the development of this quarterback. But outside that, I think Doug's the right guy, man, I really do, and like you heard guys on TV like Stephen A and those guys, this has been uh, the thing we talked about last week with Brian Flores and just the, the failure to hire, quite frankly, enough blackhead coaches. That's the elephant in the room now every hiring cycle, and now more than ever, and this is the one guy that probably people, if he got the job in Jacksonville over a left-witch, bulky situation notwithstanding, this is the guy that nobody would be mad about because he's supposed to be a head coach, man. He's qualified. He's supposed to be, and he's done it, and I can tell you as a player, I loved him. So I think Jacksonville's going to be on the up and up there.
2: And yeah, I just want to try to speak this into existence. I think now that we have... We have a couple of ties to Jacksonville in the studio with we do Taylor being a super fan. I used to play down there. Oh, my God. We might and be Jaguars you, fans. Then you, your coach is there now. We might have to try to go down there and get in that pool for some content next well, year. Well, we also I, just I, might we, at need at some some to be
0: Jaguars fans. That's
2: what I'm saying. We can. We can. For next year, we can, as a pod, like, you know. I'm betting the over on the win total. I'm, I'm purchasing merchandise.
0: Okay. I'm betting the over on the win total. I like that. And we can go to Jacksonville. Getting in the pool. I'd love to get in the pool. I nice. hear it's like uh, getting in like a natural spring.
2: Nice. Like of you know, like like pool. you get all the minerals, all the mercury and stuff. You get all there's the a nice there's but but the opposite. Real good steakhouses and places to eat down in Jacksonville too. You know I was yeah, down there. Yeah. This is when this is when I was a lot bigger. Big facts. <laughs> big industrial big, big facts. like big office facts. Yeah, you were big facts. <laughs> Pushing
0: three oh five. <laughs> you know who we need to have a real sit down with? 60-minute style, Jackson DeVille. I can hear the fucking yes. clock ticking right now. Oh. Me asking him about not being properly insured to do these stunts he's doing in Florida. Wasn't he
2: stuck in London this year? did they have him stuck on something? Or like they got they, they couldn't do something? <laughs> yeah, I, will, I have a lot of questions for him. How 120 he, minutes more like yeah, it. How does we he got feel? That's, that's scary that he actually zip lines from the top of. Like NFL stadium. I don't even like talking about it, honestly. (laughs) So, on
1: Doug Peterson's staff in Philadelphia, John DiFilippo, quarterback's coach, he was the offensive coordinator in Jacksonville in 2019. He went to Chicago to be the pass game coordinator and quarterback's coach. He's tied back to Jacksonville to join Peterson. How does that influence Trevor Lawrence's development cuz you saw it firsthand with DeFilippo and Carson Wentz in Philadelphia? I think
0: I think flip's a big deal, man. Like we always talked about this Doug Peterson flip and Frank Reich like hard to know who had what share of the development or like the success of the offense. I know the guys had different responsibilities like red zone and sometimes like different parts of the passing game, but they all were a big part of that run and so I haven't been able to figure out, like, who was the central figure, right? I, I've thought at different times it was different guys, but Flip is seemingly a very necessary piece, and for Doug to get him down there I think is a big deal. Also, a uh, JMU guy, right? That's so, right,
1: JMU, former Dukes. quarterback. Go Dukes.
0: So, listen, the, guys, the stars are aligning. We are, I think we're, I think we're part of the Jaguar nation.
2: Biggest regret in my life is not keeping my apartment that I had in Jacksonville. It, we do so much content there, man. Right across from the stadium, it, it's, it's sad. But young and dumb, I was 22, and the guy was I was, rent, I was rent, yeah. the guy I was renting from every single month. He would be like, "Yo, just buy it from me, rent to own it." He's like, "Rent to own it, rent to own it," and I was like, "I won't be here forever, bro." And he's like, "Like it doesn't matter." Well, and, when they talk about like the next big
0: like real estate market, <laughs> they always say like Brooklyn. Jacksonville by the stadium.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: We could be, we wouldn't even have Baby. to do this podcasting shit. Yeah,
2: bro. We literally, literally, my old apartment, I could see the stadium from my balcony. Yeah. Like on the water. They had a trolley, a boat trolley. My parents used to come stay with me yeah. for games. They used to take a boat trolley from my apartment building to the stadium. No like, shit. How cool is that? Like, <laughs> no shit. Serious. They got a cool <coughs> little setup down there in Jacksonville, guys. I'm
0: excited. Remember, we're going to we take the down trolley. There the we're going to go to the
2: pool. Yeah. Yeah. Took a terrible loss down there. Yeah. That was, I don't really like thinking about it, you know? Yeah. But that area that we stayed in, that's where I lived. Go figure.
0: We weren't even paid. We didn't, have, we didn't even have an NIL back then. Just getting beat to sleep what by Mike fuck, Leach for what we nothing. Were we got a
2: fucking PSP? I got, yeah. like <laughs> No. No. We got those stupid Oakley goggles with MP3 players in them. Yeah, who's
0: running around with
2: sunglasses that I you can hear, hear out those. of? Guys, I think I still have those. You, that was so somebody, dumb. If, you, if
0: you're at home and you've got sunglasses that you can hear out of, maybe you have a maybe you have a real.
2: Use There's a lot of runners. If you're a runner or a biker, I guess it makes sense. If, you're, if you're a full-time but runner, me, a marathon me, runner or me. a biker, like I can see it. But the casual, working-out guy, you don't need no. A lot damn. of fucking
0: guys took big L's going to class and those things the next semester. <laughs> Like, uh, I got these bowl sunglass uh, <laughs> headphones. <gonna> so, <laughs> real quick. they will be tight. That's Fr- right.
2: Gator bowl. And you see all these other other bowl games getting PlayStation. Yeah, well, and despite Xboxes. all this,
0: despite all this, we're still, we're Jags Nation.
4: Speaking of uh, ties down there, Chris, that was the first time I actually met your dad. Really? I was a kid at a Jags game back in like 04 and long in the wild yeah he was like walking around up by the like fox booth or whatever so i you know just ran up there and was he he friendly to you oh yeah oh yeah i still remember i was like you know i don't know how tall he's such a
0: classy guy he's so classy man if you if my dad doesn't want to sign an autograph for you or like take a picture with you you probably fucked up or it's like the middle of like uh the street or something like last week in kansas city he had turned down a couple people but they were cars like Oncoming traffic. My dad's a saint, dude. Here's the last thing with Doug Peterson is like people have picked up on this ice cream thing. He is an ice cream addict. It's mm. got to be Haagen-Dazs. And when I was in Philly, I kind of blamed my dad bot on Doug Peterson. Like, honestly, the ha- elephant Ha-Dazs. in the room is I don't look great in my pads in my 30s. Like, I just kind of look like a dad that's Why still playing football. Well, here's the thing Andy Reid. Andy Reid turned him on to Haagen Dazs, and so at the end of every meeting on a Saturday night, you know the whole thing was ice cream. Go it, let's go get some ice cream, and so dudes would huddle around the Haagen Dazs line till eleven o'clock at night, just shoveling ice cream.
2: Yeah, dude, you never ate big the night before games. Like, no, absolutely. I, we used to do. We used to get ice cream too, but I, I personally think like haagen like those like their bars and stuff are good. I'm
0: just saying dude you know at the, the end of a long Saturday I'm all CBD edibles I'm hungry dude.
2: No the, the and, Sunday know. the Sunday bar At when I was in Chicago I used to go ham at the Sunday bar yeah. in um in the Hilton that we used to stay in. Yeah. But they used to have Blue Bell ice cream and for some reason that vanilla ice cream is like like what you're saying, I I, I, I love Haagen-Dazs. I mean, I, I I try Blue Bell or whatever, but Doug
0: Peterson is like solely responsible for how I kind of had the love handles, you know, uh, the, at the end of my career. And so thank you for that, Doug. If you're a, ja- a player in Jacksonville, just don't go too hard on the Haagen-Dazs if you're like over 30 and your metabolism slowed down. But I used to sit in the back of the room so that I could win The race to the line, bro. (laughs) So I'd sit in the back, and I would still get beaten to to the ice cream by every time by the same people, same three guys, fastest guys in the building. A couple scouts, and it was Ken Flagel, who I actually have a tattoo of. (laughs) Ken Flagel, now coaching with the Kansas City Chiefs, and he'd beat me there and kind of like look me up and down, like yeah, motherfucker, like I'm here first, and I'm gonna now I'm gonna get my toppings. Yeah. And so I actually adjusted halfway through the season. And I just stood in the back of the room. I stood right next to the door like I was like a, one of the security people. All the other players are seated uh, because I needed to, as soon as Doug Peterson said, let's go get some ice cream, I had to go get to the ice cream line. So, You're a sicko. You're
2: <laughs> a sicko. But, bro, I'm telling you, there's just – I. It must be nice to be one of the best players on a team. Because well, that's, that's like if you, if I don't you think do it was that, that, and that, you're a fringe player, or a there's of, a coach yeah. sitting on something he doesn't <laughs> like you, you'll get your ass ripped for doing something like that. Well, it, yeah, it had to, the reason I was allowed to do it was because
0: Doug trusted me, <laughs> and I was old, <laughs> yeah. and he knew yeah. I was like, I'm like, I, Chris got his yeah. shit handle. He just likes his ice cream. He's got his routine. So, <laughs> well, I, I think Doug's going to be awesome down there. So,
1: Trevor Lawrence actually welcomed uh Doug Peterson with some ice cream uh, and there was a video of Doug Peterson when he was in Philly Yeah, when he would say last video and then we're going to go get some ice cream get some ice cream um, and so Trevor on Twitter heard a rumor Coach Peterson likes ice cream say less I got a little something for you all and, say uh,
0: less say I less. got a melted box of Haagen Dazs in this Jacksonville heat dude people are going to be shoveling melted Haagen Dazs into their mouths at the stadium in clown masks, it's it's fucking it's it's the purge down there for fandom.
2: You think you think they' like there's a pool, there's ice cream, there's clowns. Do you think the marketing there's, team there's dangerous stunts? You think the marketing team is on it? You think like Doug? Do you think Doug Peterson has a Haagen Dazs like like marketing thing? He needs to get on it. He like like need to. You right?
0: also have some marketing ideas. I want to let you take a stab at that thing. We're gonna to talk to uh, Mo Pearson from the Win uh, about prop bets mostly, but also some like you know, behind-the-scenes stuff with how they set the lines at the win. Like, this guy is, I think of these guys as, like, the Wizards of Oz. Um, and so we had Alan Berg on. Me and Nate met Alan Berg when we went to, uh, to Vegas. He was awesome. He's at the Pro Bowl today. God bless him. And uh, Mo took over, so we're going to talk to Mo. And then after that, we will have a little fun on the back half. It's really that time of year, and your team might finally do it. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket close to the day. Of course you can. Or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime now with our friends at On Location. True 50-yard line seats? Only available with On Location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs? On Location. Yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel just like I did? Go to the game with On Location, and it's not just about game day. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen to pre-game parties featuring acoustic sets from Wyclef, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering you the most exclusive ticket packages available. Visit exp.com forward slash SB56 or search Super Bowl On Location. That's Super Bowl On Location. All right, I got Motoy Pearson, uh senior trader at the Win. Uh we had Allen Berg recently. Uh Mo is at HQ. Alan had to go to the Pro Bowl. I was I guess that's my first question. Do people actually bet the Pro Bowl?
5: Yeah, yeah, you know, I, it's more it's more or less like when the day of, you know, no one really remembers it up until the yeah. Saturday. Like oh or, shit. I mean, uh sunday up until now so uh yeah you know people are getting down on it we're seeing a you know a little bit of line movement but it's the handle is not a you know it's not as crazy as obviously the super bowl is.
0: yeah I, f- I feel like people are impulse betting the pro bowl they're like oh we're in vegas let's do yeah, it
5: any anytime they could bet a favorite and you know the afc is like a two-point favorite but you know they could bet a favorite or, or an over in any game they'll be they'll be betting that
0: so how do you even like come up with a line on the pro, on the pro bowl, is it more difficult than like your regular game, a lot more difficult?
5: That's an excellent question. Yeah. I mean, you know, we base it off, you know, obviously the rosters and some opinions that we have, but you know, usually these games are at least around a pick, you know, pick maybe one, maybe two. Um, and then we kind of just let the money kind of dictate, um, you know, where we should be or where the line should be and where we want to book towards. So, you know, we open pick and seen a little bit of action on the AFC up until now. so you know, it's kind of climbed from pig to minus one to minus two. And, you know, we're, we're just uh, kind of sitting there at the moment, but the totals are tough. Uh, Right. You know, this is the first time it's been in Vegas. I I don't know how much, uh, you know, the players are going to be playing much on uh, from a defensive standpoint, uh, but the total keeps you know moving up so maybe maybe a lot of points in this game from what i can see
0: i wonder if there was a year that the vegas was like fuck we got burned cuz we didn't know that this year was the year that people were going to decide not to play hard in the pro bowl anymore like i feel like one year it just happened like back in the day my dad played and like when he played i know they played kind of hard in the pro bowl like now I feel like you get kind of like people give you shit if you try hard. In yeah, the, in the a, lot,
2: a lot of brother-in-law. In the a lot the of pro. brother-in-law. <laughs> <and> so, like,
0: <laughs> I like, how do you even gauge that? Are you like, hey, are, how are they going? 30% this year or 35? Like, somebody talk to me. Is that kind of how you guys get the info on in the Pro Bowl? I, for me, I'm just as surprised
5: when I watch the game after it's booked. So, I mean, you know, yeah. we'll be devastated, you know, depending on wherever the money is. And, you know, we'll be like, well, that that kind of was brutal, you know, considering if, you know, we're losing to something. But, uh, you know, it's obviously hard to gauge until uh, yeah. you know we get into the game and we're like, all right, we could probably you know figure something out or have that figured out going into the next Pro Bowl or or anything of of that sort. Like any other All Star game, you know, yeah. it's all somewhat in the same deal.
0: Um, so Super Bowl, right? We're we're staring down the barrel of of another one, and uh, I'm excited about it. I want to know, like, honestly. Is Vegas excited about Rams, Bengals? Like, where does this rank in the possible Super Bowl matchups y'all might have had this coming Sunday?
5: I don't know if it was like you know as big of a deal when the Chiefs lost the game. I think people, uh, you know, I don't speak for the whole world entirely, but I, I figure they wanted to see Chiefs, Rams. Um, you know, even with Burrow's um, popularity skyrocketing, which I I think that's taking into effect and. In, you know, we're seeing a lot of the Bengals money line bets coming into it. But we watched uh, a lot of people think this is going to be a lower scoring game. And I'm hoping or people may be hoping that the Patriots, uh, you know, Patriots Rams played in a lower scoring game. So I'm, I'm hoping they think it's more exciting than the Patriots Rams. Right. In, uh, in my opinion. That
0: one yeah. was rough. No, I mean, like, there's a lot of interest in Joe Burrow. There's a lot of interest in this team, like nationally, like everywhere. So where is the money coming in right now? I mean, the line's still four, right?
5: Yeah, we've, we opened four and we've been at four since, yeah. um, you know, right after that Niners Rams game ended, um, the total's kind of taken a hit. I think we opened 49 and a half. It's, uh, you know, I think it's 40, 48 and a half. So it's funny. We have a you know a bunch of tickets on over, which we, we probably thought was going to happen. And a lot of the money's on under. So, you know, that's kind of a, a indication on, you know, what could be or a, a lot of the sharper money coming in as far as the total goes. But, you know, it's all been either Bengals money line, you know, plus 165, plus 170, or anybody land Rams minus four. So, right. you know, we're somewhat hoping that the game lands inside of four and, you know, we can scoop all that.
0: I I actually think it might land inside four, and I think that's probably we, we how it goes. So. We think so, too. Yeah,
5: we're, we're <laughs> hoping on it. Yeah, But I actually,
0: actually kind of like the under, and now that I'm hearing that, I'm like, oh, maybe I'm missing some. I just don't know, like with Joe Burrow, two questions. Okay, first would be, You know, Burrow. The totals are lower on the road, as far as I'm concerned, generally because the Bengals don't score as as highly on the road. So I don't know if I take this as a road game for them. Like with a neutral site, how do you calculate? Like this team's been so so on the road, but this is a neutral site.
5: Yeah, it's. I mean, just on the last few games that they've played, um, you know, it's seems like it's scoring's been pretty tough. Uh, You know, they played uh, uh, Vegas in their game at home. Um, you know, somewhat of a tough deal. And then with the Titans, they barely kind of squeak past with, you know, four or five field goals. So, you know, we've been essentially dropping the the totals as much as we can. It was weird that the Chiefs game, it was like a different deal with that Bills game. Yeah. You know, a lot of people were betting over in that immediately uh, after that Bills Chiefs game. So, um, you know, we've been pretty locked in and, uh, you know, already thinking. And I think the totals that, you know, some other shots open like 50, 50 and a half. So we're We're ahead of that thinking of, uh, you know, the Bengals and Burrow playing more of an under type of game, you know, playing at SoFi or or on
0: the road. So does it make a difference that the Rams are at home? You know, teams, you know, lay more points at home. So the Rams being at home, does that make a difference? I mean, it's it's kind of a neutral site anyways, as you saw when they play like the Niners or somebody. But now it's an especially neutral site
5: yeah i mean it's it, most of it's dealed off dealt off like the power rankings of teams yeah you know you can't really throw all that stuff away going into the playoffs even though it's kind of like a different beast from what the regular season was but you know we thought the rams were you know around three and a half four and maybe if the niners won it was like around maybe two maybe minus three um but even you know being at so you know we still had to kind of give Bengals some respect so you know I, i've heard a lot of people thinking that the, the line should have been five and a half, six. So, you know, usually home field advantage kind of gives on maybe two, two and a half more points. Right. Um, but, you know, in this case, I think it's more of a respect uh, factor for the Bengals that it's even four, four and a half. So, you know, we're, we're kind of sticking around that, you know, just being at four.
0: A lot of math, a lot of tape would tell you, like, maybe they should be catching more points, but they just have that it factor. It's really hard as an analyst, as somebody who's looking at the game to say, like, my brain tells me 10 times out of 10, this is a bad matchup for the Bengals. But it's the if factor of that team. It, like you've seen, hey, I was on a team like that in 2017. Like you just don't know. And so that's, exactly. that makes it really tricky to bet it. It makes it probably tricky to set the line. How about the Super Bowl and like casual fans? Is this a major win for you guys generally relative to, you know, um, taking bets on the regular season? Because this brings so many fringy people into the fold. You know, my aunt's going to be betting the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> she's
5: probably going to win.
0: If anything, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, I think
5: betting and, and now like sports betting has just generally become more popular with all the commercials and you know it being legalized in many more states. Um, you know, so you know this Super Bowl in general being at, at SoFi, I think they'll be doing like a you know enough um, promoting for for people to be you know not. Just bigger fans of the sport of the NFL, which is always growing, but but sports betting in general. So you know we'll we'll see a, a, an uptick in handle just because of that alone.
0: Um. So give me the handle for the Super Bowl, base basically relative to regular season game. Like how many times over are we looking at the you know the handle you guys pull in for a Super Bowl? Oh
5: man, it's got to be like you know <laughs> a big Sunday night football game. You know, relative to like. When the Patriots played the Cowboys, which was a pretty big game, I think week three or week yeah, four. Yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah. Which was a monster game, but it'll probably be like twenty times that. Twenty. Um, I, I might, I possibly might be overdoing it. I'm hoping that we take that much handle, but I mean, it's you know, we take our share of big bets, and we're going to want to take the big bets. So, you know, that's you know, kind of something that I'm uh, uh, aiming at, and, and I think that we can we can reach.
0: Is there anybody like a playoff in pro sports that comes as close? when talking about the handle to the NFL playoffs? Oh
5: man. (laughs) No, not really, man. I mean, I think it's just like the allure of it because it's only one game. Yeah. Whereas if like you're getting maybe a game seven in NBA might be right. I don't know. 20%, 30% of that, you know, the the, really the masters is something that's just as popular. That's a pool. That's huge as far as something that's like more of a spectacle. But I mean, the, the super bowl is like the King, you know, there's, not much surpassing it when when we get to this in in February.
0: All right, so Dr. Fax here has got a couple props that he likes. Let's run through them, see what you think,
2: Mo. Um, I got a couple I like as well. My first question, I I like to do a lot of in-game props and I just had a quick question before I go through mine. Is how do you guys decipher like when my ingrained props? I always like to throw in a quarterback rushing total because for whatever sure. for whatever reason that five yards to maybe picking a seven yard, it's always a huge gap when it's like maybe plus. It'll probably add plus twelve hundred versus a plus five hundred to my um parlay. And I was wondering how you guys kinda kinda rate that or range how much like we're gonna a yard set- or a oh, half a yard. Yeah. Man, that's an excellent
5: question. <laughs> Actually. Um, you know, as far as from like you know, we try to kind of meter it out as far as like from a quarterback passing, like every ten yards could be you know another 10 20 cents that we can add on as far as juice or you know if it's if like Matthew Stafford was like 296 and a half yards and that was like minus 110 which is like our basic split minus yeah. 110 on both sides mm-hmm. say if like we added on we tacked on like 40 more yards you know it was like 316 or 326 like we would give you i don't know maybe like plus 125 plus 30 on that so like we would kind of decipher like what we want to do with the juice on that which is fair to like what we would actually make the line in in, in the generality of it. I don't know if generality is a real word. Just, yeah, it might I'm fucking be thing, but so. also
0: like this is why I bet the games. You guys are in here with the props right. I'm like I'm like uh, actually, my head. That's is a spin. great question, though. Seriously, <laughs> because I, I, got I, I, I'm a
2: guy that like yeah. <laughs> I'm a casual better, and for whatever reason, yeah. for me, betting on favorites isn't betting. I don't want to bet ten dollars to win seven to six dollars back. Like it <laughs> doesn't does. yeah. like it doesn't yeah. really make sense to me. Like to bet you like scratch that. a ticket. So I want <laughs> that, to. Yeah, that's I, what I, I do in the
0: sports. I don't
2: watch that closely. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I, I I like to think that like hey, if I get these three things together yes. for this five to ten bucks I'm into yeah two hundred yeah, to six hundred dollar range that's yes. a good come on yeah yes. we, we move it baby
5: we're running it yeah, <laughs> yeah. no yeah. that's it that's a big deal yeah but that's essentially how like the grading is like as far as from a passing deal you know rushing for one to five yards is a pretty big gap in the NFL too so I like, you know if you you make a line like Joe Burrow over seven and a half rushing yards and you move that to ten I mean that's a big move it's
0: astronomical yeah, for yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, it, no. For right like right, for most be... quarterbacks, I mean, yeah. Like, but for
2: uh, me, my thinking about it is that's that's one scramble. That's one random scramble pushed out of the no pocket, question. Which and is, you know what I mean. Yeah. And like, that's which like is for why me. I like the over, just <laughs> like you. I yeah. mean, and which right. is why
0: generally, as a general, and I don't know how much you guys take into account this stuff. I'm sure uh, injuries and prop bets. Like generally, I like the under on most prop bets, like for yardage and that sort of thing depending on the odds, I don't know how you guys, you know, take into the account that like the over is, is not positively uh, affected by the, the, you know, a, a possible one play outcome.
5: You guys are a bunch of sharp <laughs> sharp <laughs> questions, yeah, man. Yeah, you see. guys you get big.
0: <laughs>
5: yeah. That, I mean, most people that come in and, and uh, you know, as soon as the, the totals come out for anybody, you know, like a Jamar chase total or yeah. can makers total, a lot of these people are looking to bet under on any of these player props. <laughs> yeah. Of course, injuries are a big deal. <laughs> Um, Just kind of how the game plays out. So, I mean, like, overs, you know, they look intriguing and they're fun to cheer for, but, like, these unders are, you know, sometimes the way to go even Mm. if you kind of have to eat a lot of juice on it. Yeah.
0: So what I'm looking at here that is confusing, okay, like Joe Burrow total passing touchdowns, one and a half. Like, most people break their neck betting the over there, right, even if they know they're not scoring a ton, maybe on the road or against the Rams defense. To take the over, it's, it's minus it's 165. To to bet the under, it's plus 120. I, I know what, what y'all are doing with the odds right there. Why not just make the number higher and make the odds more even? Is there something to that? Is it people like, they're more apt to bet, bet the low number and disregard the odds?
5: That's, you know, so minus 165, like first off, we don't want to put like, we don't want to make anything an even number because we're trying to window a lot of this stuff. Yes. So mm. to, to go past one and a half to two and a half is like a big leap for him yeah. to go three touchdowns to two. Yeah. So like the only thing that kind of saves us from like a handicapping standpoint is to put that juice on the over. Right. So got what it. looks like a pretty easy bet, which is one and a half, you got to lay 165 to win a hundred. I mean, that's, you know, kind of right. steep. And if you want to throw it in parlays, it can, you know, it could be rough on that too.
0: Yeah, it's funny. I'm like the, these props is why yeah. I stay away from. Them. There's yeah. so much coding in here, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Another one, another one yeah. I do like, and I feel like I don't know if a lot of people take these bets or not. But the Bengals' first drive, I feel like everyone thinks is going to be positive. I'm a huge. Oh, I'm a huge. Any other result guy on that, and this week it's plus six hundred, and I feel like it's Joe Burrow. He's young. He's in the Super Bowl. Why not throw one up to Jalen Ramsey early? The perfection. I like, mean, he wasn't perfect yeah, last yeah, week, but he's exactly been great. like it doesn't mean he's not going to bounce back. But it's just early jitters, maybe feeling yourself too much, and you go out there and you throw a quick pick. Or something I'll like just, that. I'll just say this. It, this is like, it's universal in football. Like, a team
0: that that's facing a defense like that with yep. a glaring yep. issue like an offensive line and you don't know how you're going to handle the four-man rush. Two weeks ago, it yep. wasn't good. If you win the coin toss... I don't know if I want to receive the football. Exactly because it's just fired you get a ton up. of backed up three and outs, like or could, bad I can, outcomes. I can and see the Bengals. I kick the first, first two, two plays. DNA. It being
2: too loud, maybe yeah. offsides, yeah. or you yeah. get backed up, and then it's like a fumble, a bad snap. Who yeah. knows what happens?
5: Yeah, no, they could be coming after him, man. You know, it's it's all about pricing on stuff like that too. Yeah. But to take any shots like that, I think is a is a big deal for for anyone in the Super Bowl. So now that's something i can i can appreciate no doubt
0: okay the big question a lot of times is how are they going to take away player x and like jamar chase would be that player this week when i'm looking at the the receiving yard props so like who's going to actually get the ball like so is higgins going to get the ball a ton more than normal cuz they they take away chase or do do a better job of taking away chase or is it going to be do i bet chase because they're doing something that i don't know about they're going to let him eat and take away something else like how do you guys figure that stuff out and that's <laughs> this is that too like, far behind the curtain questions. no
5: for you no to... that is incorrect no no that's a, that's a great because yeah. immediately as soon as because uh, i've been trying to like fade chase in every um personally i've been betting against chase on every uh, total yards yeah. and you know that's been somewhat of an up and down roller coaster but in, in this case particular when the Bengals ended up, you know, I we got the matchup and whatever, I said, you know, Ramsey's going to try to eat this guy's lunch you know, yeah. immediately when he gets on the field. So, yeah, we thought about that and, you know, Higgins and Boyd and even mixing out the backfield is is probably something that we should be trying to not take bets on, uh, you know, considering. So, yeah, that's a, that's a big deal. You know, if Chase is taken away, you know, Burrow scrambling, you know, the mixing over right. total uh, receiving yards, stuff like that. You know that stuff that we're looking into. So on
2: the, on the keeping in the receivers, on the other hand, I, I'm a guy that for whatever reason, watching Cooper Cup, it seems like he's guarded. Like it's just one of those things that if you're a coach, you know it's obvious. Hey, if we want to win this game, we have to take away Cooper Cup. But but, does. But it. every week you see his totals for some of these prop bets, and it's. Always, to get a good value, you always have to pick, like, over 105 yards. 100. <laughs> Whereas everyone else, it's like, yo, if you're picking oh, a plus 60 yards for a receiver, it's like you'll get great value on that. Plus 70, it's like, oh, wow, he must not really have a chance. They don't think he's going to get that because that's so much. Yeah. But Cooper Cup, you put you put in a plus 100 you yards. You have to put your you nuts get, on the table yeah. and just expect that
0: <laughs> like, that's, like, with Cooper Cup. For
2: him, for yeah. him, how, how, how do you guys, like, gauge something like that just every week just – just kind of betting on him or knowing, Hey, he's going to get that.
5: Yeah. We had a joke, uh, actually that, um, you know, between two guys that are just like, you know, two of the best receivers in the, in the league that are open every game or Kelsey and cup, I yeah. mean, guys that like are supposed to be keyed yeah. on are running for 30, 40 yards <laughs> every game. It's bizarre. <laughs> yep. I'm just like, well, how, how do they not see the best receiver on the field? Or, you know, as far as informations formations and, and whatnot, but you know, we, you just try to price it as best as you can and, the best thing that we could do for any props is take two-way on it. So, I mean, if we're if we're taking bets on over 93.5, 94.5, 95.5 on Cup and find someone to bet 96.5, mm-hmm. you know, we just try to pray that we can get two-way on it and not get blasted every Cooper Cup reception in a game. So, mm-hmm. you know, obviously a lot of praying in it and, and, you know, the book can come second and something like that.
0: So how quickly will we get through this game in the futures? Will, will they be up? Like, because uh, you guys kind of bang those out quick.
5: Yeah. Alan's been working on them. Berg, yeah. Berg's been working on them. He's, he's been looking over it. So, um, you know, we're going to try to have those out immediately. We'll probably be working on them or, or thinking about thinking through them during the game. Uh, and then we'll try to get those up on, you know, social media and, get everybody uh, involved in the in the NFL for next year. So hopefully, uh, either during the game or right after the game, we'll, we'll
0: throw those futures. Oh, that's the real that's the real Super Bowl Sunday for me. I just love futures, man. I love futures. I actually hit my futures for the most part. Always. Chargers fucked me this year, though. Like in that yeah, last game, well. it came down to the last Always. game, but. Yeah, it's like the Chargers, I'm done there. Uh, I can't do it no more, man. No, The Chargers are an absolute disgrace. Hit, no, you, hit, you gotta you quit Vikings, the Chargers. Life I hit my Vikings <laughs> under, that was awesome. Uh, there were so many close games. And actually, two years ago, I point this out a lot, I was on the Cincy over win total, I think it was like four and a half, and they lost so many close games. So the fact that this year's total was easily just, and they knocked Flying the bottom over, off. Yeah. yeah, so I guess my question would be, the last couple of years, or give us, in your experience, some things that have really swung totals for teams, like in these futures, like hey, a, a hire or somebody, an injury in the off season, like what's that kind of wild card that you guys think about that affects those futures the most?
5: I think one instance that I can think of now is when Wentz I'm trying to think one of the offensive linemen were were hurt immediately before this yeah. cold season even started. Yeah, and um Nelson. you know to a team that yeah, Nelson Quentin Nelson, yeah. correct? Yeah, sorry, yeah. and. uh You know, we like Wentz alone was worth, you know, at least like a you know a couple wins in general in general, but without Quentin Nelson, we were like, I mean, that's you know, it hits the offensive line. We were thinking three, you know, almost three and a half wins, it could it could sling the whole deal. And, you know, we were trying to figure out, I think uh, the kid from Jacob Eason, the Washington kid was the backup, and we're like, Well, I mean, can this guy, you know, you know, those are the things we think of to try to get, you know, what are these guys worth in wins? That was kind of a big deal for us. And that's something that we could see, like a big key piece like that can swing. And if someone's out like that, we try to figure out how many how much wins they're worth and how much juice we got to put onto it. So I mean, that's something that we kind of go into
0: thinking about how to price it and you know not get killed putting it back up after the fact. Like a team with no coach though, yet, like what what do you do? Right. So like somebody has, so, so, New Orleans hasn't hired anybody. I mean, right, how fucking yeah. low can you put that total? <laughs> I mean, like well, the, I think, NFC South is a hellscape now.
5: Yeah. We, the first thing we thought of was the Panthers being an absolute, like they're in like turmoil. I mean, even even with rule and yeah. I mean, he might not even care about this season. Like we didn't even know, like, I mean, it's three and a half, like, a, you know, it's pretty ridiculous. So, um, you know, we haven't gotten so far into like the team totals and stuff like that, but yeah, anything from a coaching standpoint, you know, quarterbacks, big key uh, defensive losses. I mean, that, that all, that stuff all goes into the, uh, into the melting pot for, uh, for the totals.
2: So one, one example I could think of off the top of my head and I always would wonder for someone like you who's helping set the lines So, for the Super Bowl that the Patriots was in and, what, the night before, Malcolm Butler, that whole situation where he, like, whatever happened and he gets benched and it gets publicly out there that he's not – or it doesn't get publicly out there. Like, if you guys find something like that out, he basically suited up, but, like, they didn't let anyone know that he was being benched. Does that, like, if you guys find that out, like, does that – Automatically, like change the total for you guys, or if it's a big enough player, where it's like because they didn't put it out there that they were going to sit him, but it was evidence once, like once the, once the game started, like oh, that's this guy, this instance. guy's no. not, this like, guy's that's not That's a playing. really rare instance. Yeah. You
0: can't think of a lot of times where a guy's like, but you know, he's like, a healthy scratch and he's one of your guys. It's like, yeah, inter- di- disciplinary. You shit.
5: guys are trying to, you're trying to get all the good yeah, information to
0: get here. No <laughs> sweating, most <no> sweating. <laughs> No. Yeah, man. You- <laughs> That's an unfair one, Nate. I'm gonna say no, it's anyway. a... <laughs> no, it, it, in like just as a
5: small detail, like if, you, like if you're looking at like a bunch of markets, you know, not just us, but you know, any competitors or whatever the case is, like most of the markets will like be in line during a certain time of the week and it's fine. But like, I mean, some guys like. You know, be weird, though, you know, they'll jump out of line, try to take a bet, Take you know, take like a lot of people can get information, jump out of line in a market and take a bunch of info on, you know, something of that nature. Maybe a quarterback being hurt or, Mm. you know, him getting in late on a on, you know, from a late night or whatever the case is. So, you know, that information is also inputted into the line as well. If uh, if like bookmakers
0: Bowl games now, like bowl games now are like there's a ton of inside information in bowl games now with quarterbacks opting out. It's one of the easiest ways to make money if you find out about something. Yeah. The,
5: the Memphis Hawaii bowl was an absolute disaster. I mean, I think <laughs> Memphis was like a five or five and a half point favorite. And then they figured out like the whole, like Hawaii, like one of the, I think it was Memphis, the whole Hawaii team, like yeah. just like, Todd Graham, I think was gone, and the, the players did not care. The line flew. Like if you, you just miss don't out know. You just like don't like that, know, oh, yeah. dude. well, if you take a bunch of bets at like five, six, seven, like you just get eight up. Like yeah. you, you need to know that stuff so you don't get killed on the backside of it. Yeah. So like knowing that stuff, not only for the betters but for us, I mean, it's you know uh, handsomely important. All
0: right. Well, I asked Alan Berg this, and we'll let Mo go after after this. But like, uh, I I can't remember what he said, but. It was something along along the lines of like who, what fan bases are the most notoriously like shitty betters that you're just like, All right, these are suckers. We we got to factor this into the line. Like I know oh, Cowboys are a super public play, so there's yeah. there's an element with th- those games. But how about fan bases in general?
5: I okay. So Cowboys was the first one to come to mind. I think anybody that bets any Lakers games, yes. no matter what, <laughs> bad or good or not knowing if who's playing or not. They might be up there with the worst I've seen. And I've, I watched a lot of Lakers bets yesterday coming against the Knicks. And, oh you know, they got there somehow in OT, somehow. which was, you know, it was a bizarre game. But Lakers, the Lakers fan base is a a good one to book towards, but brutal to to be rooting for. So I'll say, say L.A. Is, is pretty tough.
0: L.A. L.A. And now who's yeah. good? Who's like, man, these are pretty sharp cats here.
5: Oh, man.
0: Um this can even be a feel. Question. It can be a feel thing. You don't have to have numbers behind this answer. I,
5: I think. I think S- Seattle Seahawks fans probably are tough, but I think what they they know their team enough to bet on or against them. Mm. If that's weird, they, I don't know. No, they have, so I, they self scout. Well. Are you a Niners fan? I am. It's a very unfortunate deal, man. You know. No, I, I mean, like that's, a, that's a pretty damn. Mean. That's
0: a pretty damn awesome team to root for. I mean, you could be a Lions fan, you could be a Dolphins oh, fan, man. Jaguars. Bro, life is good. So, but yeah, Seattle Seahawks fans know. are smart. I feel like they're generally pretty intelligent, and then they they also kind of like you said, they're self loathing a little bit. They know their team's habits, and, yeah, and they actually play both sides of it, probably.
5: Right. I mean, it's that the unfortunate part is. Being a Niners fan, respecting Seahawks betters is, you know, that's it's not tough for you. You know, my, should be not my, not my forte, but yeah. I see it on the screen. I feel like it in my heart. I think they kind of got, you know, somewhat of an understanding on as far as from a financial state on their team. Yeah, that, that works for them.
2: Yeah. All right, I got one. I got one. More, give him one more. One and more. Then he's one more, more question. <laughs> these lines. So so. <laughs> I don't know if you can answer this or not, but what what's the worst bet that like, you've seen like made and in your head you're like, this is terrible and it and it and it might have won? Maybe it was a friend's bet he showed you and you were like, No way in hell this is gonna hit and then like it ends up hitting and you're just like, I'm sick to my stomach that that this actually hit.
5: <laughs> I think
2: <laughs> te- Teasers? Uh, this
5: uh, no, no, this is a well uh so the big deal was the Chargers Raiders game. Had they tied oh, yeah. in the game oh. that they would have both went to the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, that we've seen a bunch he of bets. bets. Ties. I, I almost he bet, bets bet that, ties that Like every weekend <laughs> yeah. and did not
0: but, bet that one.
5: Yeah. So he, so there is a, you know, a customer X who bets with us. He's all right. He's pretty decent, you know, better. And he bets the Jaguars money line. They beat the Colts. Just decent amount of money. So he, he bets Jaguars and then he bets uh Raiders Chargers tie but oh, not in OT excluding OT if this is the go in OT
2: yeah. oh so he hit it
5: Oh I look I and this is like the first thing I can remember I, I probably have a thousand that we could talk about after but I remember seeing it hit the board I said there's no damn way I mean first off got the Jags, the Jags need to win as a 16 point dog like that I didn't even think about the tie and you know I'm with a bunch of buddies at Topgolf. We're watching the, you know, Chargers. I'm with Berg and a bunch of guys and we're watching Chargers Raiders. And they're down by 15. I said, the only team that could come back and blow it is this Chargers yeah, team.
2: Yeah.
5: Which <laughs> they did. They did they and did. my man won this bet. And, <sighs> you know, that was one of the ones I was like, you got to be freaking kidding me. What man. was that? I can't even hit what two teams. Give me the ratio
0: six, on that payout. Oh,
5: man. He, I mean, it was six figures. Yeah, he, <laughs> he hit it for six figures, man. He didn't bet much on it. My on Did a parlay. For good for him. <laughs> You're good for him. Oh, it was yeah. Great you know, for
2: him. Well
5: uh, it was a, that that was a whole different world. I mean, we're we're at top golf. Like we're not even in work. Yeah. We're watching the game
2: and yeah. I said this is
5: bizarre, you
0: know. <laughs> yeah, but that, that 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 Jags bet like against the spread that weekend was just a no brainer. No brain. Gotta be kidding me. Um, Money in the bank. <laughs> Motoy <laughs> Pearson. Really appreciate you, man. And uh, we'll get you and Alan on another time and ask you some more tough questions. But thank you for your no time. No doubt,
5: man. You yeah. guys are great, man. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, it's like, an honor to be, be talking to y'all, man. Thank dude, you.
0: likewise, man. It's, you're the guy behind the machine, dude. When I met Alan, oh, man. when we met Alan the first time, we were like, holy shit, dude. This is so cool. This is cool. (laughs) This is crazy. How do we? How do? How do we get our money taken? Like this is. How does this happen? Well, now we know. Oh, dude. One hundred and one. Mo, thanks, dude. If you're in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Tennessee, or Virginia, and you haven't yet tried the WinBet app, I've got great news for you. WinBet is now offering a two hundred percent wager match for new users up to fifteen hundred dollars. That's just an incredible offer. WinBet is basically giving you double your first wager in free bets. Don't pass it up. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. With the Pro Bowl on TV, Taylor was wondering if we could improve the Pro Bowl a little bit, right? Because what was it, hockey's?
4: Yeah, the NHL All Star Game with their skills challenges—they just went all out. They had the mascots out there playing dodgeball and craps in the casino. You know, they—they're on the Bellagio Ooh. doing like target, hitting target, shooting the puck. Yeah. They just had a lot of really creative ideas and, you know, I was trying to think of ways we could implement some of that into the NFL. Well,
0: I think we could do a lot, of, a lot of stuff to improve the Pro Bowl. Honestly, like, I think players should be recognized. Whether or not, like, you think it's perfect or not is another thing, but I have no problem with them forming these teams. It's just, like, let's spin it into something that people will actually fucking watch, man. Yep. Let's have Aaron Donald tackling fans.
2: I think I said it. I think I said it before. I think... A version of the punt, pass, and kick contest is very, very, like, I feel that that would be entertaining. Like you said, like, hey, who knows? Aaron Donald might be able to fucking punt the ball 70 yards, right. and that that would be amazing for a fan to see, like, because they don't know. Like, a lot of us athletes, but we play different positions. Counterpoint
0: If You don't want to get hurt. Yeah, counterpoint better to see Aaron Donald punt a human being, like, 20 yards. <laughs> like... 70 yards of football, pretty cool. Aaron Donald's surprisingly good at punting. But I would love to see him just kick the or, shit out of somebody. That's what yeah, I'm saying. I want to see should, Aaron Donald know, tackle somebody into a know, ball Know pitch. what they
2: should make. What? Like, this is actually, hey, this is actually an idea. You know how they have in the arcade that punch machine? They should oh, make yeah. a football bag that measures just like you're who saying. Who punches the hardest. No, no, not punches. Who tackles the hardest. Like oh, you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Run yeah, into yeah. the bag and they can scale that.
0: And everybody's got to be drunk. Just like <laughs> when they punch the thing, dude. These are the things these guys are going to be doing in two years. When somebody at the league office hears this chatter, I think definitely punching bag at the bar style tackle machine. I want to see various players like bidders can get tackled by these players. Like, you
2: know Terry Tate kind of situations. Oh, I think that will be good. Yeah, yeah like, like, like but like it has to be money on the line. Like get some regular people. Yeah, like pros versus Joe's yeah. like
0: that. I want to see an American Ninja Warrior Pro Bowl crossover of some sort. You know, put but what like 14, for pro what, in what ball for fourteen Pro Bowlers in a hotel ballroom. What embarrassment? Fourteen Pro Bowlers in a hotel ballroom. One American Ninja Warrior. See what happens. See what happens. Yeah.
2: Or one of those. What about like the ultimate tag guys? What if they play tag against like one of those guys? Have or you a ever seen that? Dude, perfect
0: crossover,
2: trick shots.
0: Yeah, like Mahomes, dude, perfect CDs, floppy disks. Like just, I saw a guy on SportsCenter <laughs> Center today, which is now what they put out on Sports Center is all like <laughs> a kid doing the gritty walking out of the dentist office. Oh, on yeah. Novocaine or whatever. Yeah. He's like, I'm like, oh, this well, I think I'll just catch some sports. Let me log on to my Instagram and look at some sports on SportsCenter. Hey, you know what it's gonna land of Kenny Main and fucking Dan Patrick and and Stuart Scott. You know what it's gonna be. Scott Van Pelt. No, I gotta I gotta look at some white kid doing the gritty walking out of a fucking dentist office.
2: Look, you know what the future, you know what it's really gonna be? It's gonna be eSports related and every guy you're gonna have to play as your character. Like, on the game, and that's going to be the game. It's going to be a metaverse game. A metaverse Pro Bowl. It's going to be a metaverse oh, game. Look, I had here in the notes,
0: I would like to see QBs throwing footballs through cityscapes or off tall buildings.
2: That, that, that that'll be... I, I don't know about the insurance for that. Doesn't matter,
0: dude. Football's <laughs> unsafe. Welcome to the party, people down there in Manhattan. Like, just fucking... I want to see, yeah, I want to see Josh Allen standing on the Empire State Building and hitting like the Statue of Liberty because of, you know, the the physics of the whole thing. Even
2: to take it one more, you know what they should do? The entire Pro Bowl week should be dedicated. They should have all the Guinness Book of World Records people there and they should try to break every football record or just break every every record. Like every every record that break. they that they can they 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 can probably present like hey, this guy can probably try this and do it. They should do that the entire week. Chris Jones stacking plates. <laughs> like to the
0: moon. Like fucking 30 feet of plates, Chris Jones. Uh Guinness Book uh, World Record holder. Uh Johnny Heckler kicking babies. What?
2: <laughs> it's Hecker too. The hecker? Johnny Heckler kicking infants. Or, or, like, or like toys. Like there's probably like, you know, they had have, they have the obscure stuff. So like toy babies, like how far can you kick it? Like they'd they, they they be having Guinness Book of World they, Records for things they, like you that. You just
0: suggested that the NFL, yep, you just yep. lost the interview. The NFL was like listening to this podcast and they were like, maybe we should hire these guys. Now we're not getting hired because you want Johnny Hecker to kick infants. They like that type of satire in the NFL. <laughs> All right, coaches playing football. That could be. That's good. that's the big one. Anytime you can get coaches playing football, that's the that's the best one. Because there's a couple things here. One, it's funny as fuck to see older people do that high contact sport. Like we take for granted how ridiculous it is that the sport even looks graceful. <laughs> so like regular people playing the game. And then the dynamic of like, they tell us what to do all the time. So let's see if you can set the edge. You know, like, let's see if you can contain that fast DB coach that just got out of college. Let's see.
2: That would um, be funny to, yeah. to put
0: some coaches like to the test. Dan Quinn trying to level Kyle <laughs> Shanahan. Shit like that. I Settle like Dan Campbell's school.
3: odds in that. Dan Campbell would rake. He would destroy Campbell versus Vrabel. I would actually like to see yeah. like that lined Holy up Oklahoma
0: shit, drill, dude. If you had a Campbell Vrabel Oklahoma drill,
3: <laughs> you could recreate the Big Bang.
0: It's like a second Super Bowl. That they, they would move it. They would move the Pro Bowl. They would give the Pro Bowl space. The, like the NFL would be like, oh, we got to move the Pro Bowl to to March. Everything would move. The draft it's in August. Like just get it out of the way for Campbell and fucking. Uh, and Vrabel.
1: In 2003, Sean McVay beat Calvin Johnson for Georgia High School Player of the Year.
0: I know. I was like, I saw that on a graphic the other day, and I was like, oh, Who? I know one thing I'm going to ask Calvin Johnson this week. Who? What was Sean it like McVay. to beat Sean McVay? <laughs> oh, I'll workshop wow. that. That would be a better question when Calvin comes on.
1: In other news, what Chris just alluded to, we're going to have Calvin Johnson on the show on Wednesday. Yeah. Ooh, How
0: about that? That's lit. That's lit. He's also lit. He's got a whole marijuana business as well. You know that? Um, I did know that. that. That's really lit. Yeah. Schwartz and Harbaugh. Yeah. Like fucking just mano a mano, the handshake part two, like I, an arm wrestling competition between Jim Schwartz and and and
2: Harbaugh. What about the older coaches? Like a shuffleboard match? Like you think <laughs> you think you think, <laughs> like you think, Dick LeBeau? You, th- you think Belichick is good at shuffleboard? He's probably. We'll nice. find out. I wonder. I wonder what kind of obscure things like coaches coaches are good at. Like that, they might not be probably good at,
0: not a lot because that's all they do is this. Yeah, like I the, think when coaches retire, they're like newborn babies. Yeah, they go they reenter society and they're
2: like. I mean, obviously, one of the things I feel like they probably they live at the facility. They bro. probably could do right now and make some good money off of. They they might as well let the guys who really play golf and they think they're good just do a little golf tournament. Yeah, too golf better.
0: thing. Fuck it, yeah, do that whole thing. The whole golf thing, yeah, we could totally NFL copyright. Okay, I just copyrighted that, and the NFL. If you want to talk, we're gonna have to do better than end racism. But I will work with you on on beating the Pro Bowl. This beating the Pro Bowl, the, conquering this Pro Bowl problem that we have. And here's the thing: never made one, so it's easy for me. I'm not biased, right? So That's I'm two of us. There's two of us. Yeah. Me and me and Nate never made them, So we've been there to support. We've supported. <laughs> we've supported.
4: I got an idea now. You remind you made me think of it with the golf. We go to the Wynn Hotel Golf Resort, put an 8 diameter net on every green and the kickers have to kick from the tee box and basically oh play 18 holes God, or like a front dude. nine of how, you know, how many kicks to get into that that's right pretty that. good Yeah,
0: do that could, The only trouble win. is it'd have to be a par 3 course
3: the whole way, right? Yo, no,
0: these no, kickers are professionals, the bro it, so like
3: after How he makes long is a par 3? Like
0: 170 yards or something?
3: Yeah, oh shit, you're right It'd be really fucking long Guys, that's a long kick I mean, Johnny Hecker couldn't kick a baby that far <laughs> I mean, Listen, get there.
0: I know golf I watched the Masters last year, periodically
3: You have a charity golf tournament coming up I have a charity up. golf, golf Michael tournament Collins Michael
0: Collins is my friend, that's one Charity Paige golf, Spironic. Paige Sporonic's been on the podcast. I know golf, so I where, think, h- yeah. how do you know where the nets are? That's is you put the nets like in certain places, like so it's
2: suggestive
4: no, where he's, you hit the I get think there? he's
2: saying the net is like the goal,
0: like The like think is gonna
4: replace kind of like,
2: kind of like yeah. frisbee golf, you mm. know, they have those chains or so kick the, it, let it roll wherever the ball rolls, that's your next spot, and then yeah,
0: yeah. perfect, got it, great <laughs> idea, fucking railroaded. <laughs> that is a good one. All right, so, um. You might have just made some money.
2: Well, copyright, copyright it, copyright. Yeah, we should we should put on a tournament here. They has has a par three course. We should we should we should write some stuff down and ask them if we can do a sample like bit there to see if they'll let us. And we're just all we're doing is we're kicking football. They might be mad, but like I don't I don't think a football. I don't think they would get mad. I don't
0: even think we need to tell them.
2: (laughs) I think we just. (laughs) we just just
0: (laughs) show up at the golf course? in golf clothes and then we we get bags and fucking balls and everything and and we go out there and we just kick yeah. a football around.
2: Nobody just totally act like you belong and if you can do a lot of things if you act like you you're supposed Absolutely. to be doing. We that. might be able to sell it to them and be like, "Yo, it's a whole package. We'll be the, like we'll host we'll host these games if people want to come play." Look, hey, no, I think honestly what might happen is people see us doing it and just
0: go home and get a football without yeah. saying anything and just join us. <laughs> I think you'd have the whole golf course playing football golf by the end of the fucking, yeah, golf is frustrating. Football golf, less so. When your business is starting its championship run, nothing matters more than finding and hiring the best team. With Indeed, you have the power to build a dynasty by hiring more MVPs faster. If you're hiring, you need Indeed, because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process, find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have requirements. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. Indeed makes it easy to hire great talent. According to ComScore, Indeed is the number one job site worldwide. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We got some prop bets, right, Reed? Let's do them. Let's see where we land on some of these extracurriculars.
1: So we've got Mickey Guyton is going to be your national anthem singer. Over under ninety five seconds for the entire national anthem. Start to stop. Talk about you says who? Mickey Mickey Guyton,
0: Guyton the young lady I played earlier.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. She's black. She's going over. She
0: (laughs) counterpoint. She's essentially a country singer. Like a Nashville know. country singer. I don't care. I don't, th- I actually think that overrides the, the, cause
2: I, you know like. Yo, she's black, she has to showcase her voice. The only way you showcase your voice is you take those notes and you stretch them out. Well
0: you're right, and a couple years ago she went, uh, she really went for it on the free. <laughs> <laughs> and they See? went one thirty one. It added like six seconds, but she was one twenty three at the, the National Memorial Day thing last uh, last year, dude. So I got bad news for you. I think she's leaning a little country.
1: And in the uh Oh since so one twenty three
2: is only eighty eighty three seconds. Yeah. So what's oh, the what's the saying. number here, it, Cowboy?
1: Ninety five seconds, that's one minute under. and thirty five seconds. I think I think so, we're
2: under, respectfully.
0: Oh, since two
1: thousand four we'll see. Only two singers have gone under ninety five seconds.
0: Are you saying that this is like some choice for
2: her? What do you mean? Like she's like you gotta go over. Like yo, she has to showcase her voice. This is the biggest stage, bro. Okay. Okay. I think I got the under because I think she's 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 a Nashville chick. I mean, she, I, she, I'm not familiar with country but the country, country I guess country singers they don't really they don't hit those long notes now
0: I remember last year when we had Jimmy train on and I had the numbers on this I had like country singers or XYZ I just feel like she's gonna play it straight Th- that's why I wonder if she's gonna really hit the free that took her to 131 and even so 91 seconds that doesn't do it right Reed that's right okay so we're I good. feel
2: like for me bro if you're a singer you gotta hit that free so you get a you get a, like a uh, it's probably on the crowd, because if the crowd starts like yeah, it's like it, it like entices you. So you think they just go off script sometimes? Hell yeah! You like think? If, I you, you might be right. If you, I, I think if you're a singer, like you feel it, like you feel it with the crowd and the mood. Maybe maybe a bunch of people aren't even in their seats yet while she's singing and she doesn't feel. You it. can't
0: with a duet though. You can't if you have like backup singers.
2: No no yeah you can't you can't or. You can, and if you have good backup singers, they have to follow along. Good That's backup singers are like bucks.
0: scrambling dro wide receivers, <laughs> and like you're you're betting on this chick being Patrick Mahomes, and I just don't think she's going to be Patrick Mahomes. I think she can get the ball out on time.
4: My dad used to do uh, flybys at yeah. some of the NFL games, and he said one time a singer uh, went shorter than what the initial practice was because they practiced with the Jets that do the flybys so they no can time way. it right. Went shorter. So he was kind of like the squad leader, and he just told everybody to book it, and he said they flew over the state. I forget which team it was, maybe Tampa, and he flew over the stadium, and apparently everybody loved it, but they got in a lot of trouble because they just flew by so fast, and, like, some car windows shattered in the parking lot No, they were trying to get there in time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the shattering Ferrari. car windows because of wow. the, the speed? And, like, being low or just, like... Yeah, just being,
4: like, flying low in the speed wow. of what they hit, trying to get there in time to line up with That's the so singer. That's so sick.
0: But also, like, this, that speaks to the skill of those guys doing that because, you know, like, they're they're literally doing... They're doing the Patrick Mahomes thing. They're off script. Yeah. The planes are off script. That's the thing. It is unpatriotic to go off script. <laughs> I want to say this. If this young lady who is an incredible singer... If she goes over, I mean, you have to think about her patriotism because, you know, uh, there are men in the sky in very expensive airplanes going zoom, and they got to go even faster if you decide to to speed it up. No, wait, so under is patriotic. Just being on time is patriotic. Right, right. (laughs) You know? You know, like, extending the plays. Just get the ball out. All right, classic Gatorade
1: bath. Orange has been the most popular color over the years. It is uh, it is the most popular pick again this year. There's also blue. No Gatorade is an, is an option. And then green yellow is one option, something that we're familiar
0: here with. We are. So
2: my thing with this is like the equipment guys, if they're looking at this and they're just like, you know what, we're not putting any of these fucking colors out, fuck everyone betting. What happens with that? I think I would do that if I was yeah, like, like the equipment people should be
0: at the very least enjoying this. They have the world <laughs> by the balls a little bit, right like they the just Kahuna. got them right here and you know, it could be blue. It could be, they or, could dump like fucking, you, you know, know what they'll make it fun. They lemonade. lemonade. You guys can speak to this on violence. an NFL
1: sideline. How many Gatorade coolers of different colors are there?
2: Is
0: There's each color two. represented?
2: It's probably,
0: I don't think so. No, I think the color mostly that you yellow said, no. and, yeah, I said yellow. I said yellow Gatorade. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gatorade. Got Look at that. Mostly green Gatorade. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would mostly say. green Gatorade <laughs> and uh, red Gatorade. And the yeah, two, the two main ones. Yeah. But Fru- you know what the problem is? They also have these mixes. You know the the mixes that are like the in-between flavors? So you get some like what is that like that's a cantaloupe i don't know what color that is fierce melon is really good what is that yeah so i don't know like we got it right last year and i do like the fact that we're at least talking about this color because i don't remember if last year it said yellow slash green did we change the conversation
2: we changed the conversation around this um this gatorade i think sean mcveigh like he tells he tells the equipment guys only have water i don't want that sticky shit on me after i win You think he's not into having that? Like I think (laughs) (laughs) I'm just wondering why but that sounded terrible but yeah you know Gatorade's sticky bro like imagine him that poured on you I never had it happen to me (laughs) It's hard to know I I got
0: enough potassium for the day have, maybe they need to hit the guy in the head
2: like they did Shane Beamer. No, that's <laughs> that's the, fucking, the other thing
0: with the mayonnaise. Uh, oh my
2: god, that, that should be that should be a prop bet. Like, will the people whoever does a Gatorade bad? Will they hit the coach in the back of the head and or neck with the? <laughs> I, I, I'm
0: imagining that written out in the book. Some some guy squinting, some old guy in Vegas just squinting at that long ass prop bet. Oh, it's
1: gonna happen. Who will be the first to speak, sing, or rap during the halftime show? You got Dr. Dre at plus 150, Eminem at plus 250, Kendrick Lamar plus 350, Snoop Dogg plus 180, Mary J. Blige. It's
2: going to be Tupac in a hologram and he's LA he didn't get a chance to do it and we all know if Tupac was alive <sighs> I feel he like. would have been first in line yeah with first in line with his rams jersey yeah probably front and center performing so i think maybe they they let him come out in a hologram yeah. and set it off and then go into it. So, California love, me. Tupac
1: to show up as a hologram. No, minus 150. Yes, plus 425.
0: I'm taking the, I'm taking the no, man, because yes. I was there at, at, a, at um, Coachella. I actually saw the hologram the last five minutes of it because I quit Coachella the last day. I've told this story in this pod. Just went way too hard. Just said uncle, sat alone in this, this house in the hills. We, we rented out all day and then got the urge to just go at the last second. Luckily I caught the last five minutes of, of that was, that was a swing for the fences. Like that was like, (laughs) that was a power swing. That was a swing for the moon, dude. You don't try to just do the Tupac hologram again. It's not like people are gonna be like, he's back. It's too confusing.
2: It's marketing. Different hologram. Same guy. Like we're just, it's It's marketing. It's how many years ago was that? When you went 2011, I think so. Look, bro, it's it's ch- showing ten years now. Showing these these venues. Hey, look, look at our hologram now. Look, look at, at the progression. The way our holograms have improved. Look at the progression of it. Will Snoop Dogg smoke a blunt
0: yes. on stage? Yes, yes. plus two hundred hammer. hammer. No, okay monster. next <laughs> hammer next.
1: Let's go, Snoop. <laughs> First celebrity shown on Super Bowl broadcast or commercial. It's going to be in L.A. Tom Brady, Magic Johnson, and Tom Brady. Tom Brady, and that's—is that going to be your NFT crypto commercial that we said the other day?
0: Yeah, I think he's just going to rip it right off Matt Damon. Matt Damon, <laughs> I think he's going to rip that straight off of Matt Damon. I do think, like maybe the the original master plan was not a Twitter thread; it was a commercial at the Super
2: Bowl. Here's a better one: Will Antonio Brown be there, and will they show him or go out of their way yes, not to show him? On they're going to show him and Kanye
0: West and Julia Fox. Yeah, they're gonna look happy. Everybody's gonna look happy, and but you know that maybe people aren't. But everybody looks happy at the Super Bowl. <laughs> sunglasses, a lot of sunglasses. Sunglasses for that grouping were minus four fifty.
2: Hey, what is the what is the NFL? They just wh- why won't they just take the bait and give up with the marijuana and and support? Probably like, not something we want to open in minute ninety here. Right now, yeah, no, okay, let's save it for next Sunday. Because the Super Bowl is just easy for them. Yeah, it would be easy. Smoke responsibly. They do the drink responsibly. Just say smoke responsibly. You get so many so much cool points. So much cool points, I feel like. You're it's making just a pun
3: on like Super Bowl.
2: Yeah. Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Oh, that's a mismarketing opportunity. That's what, Nate. That, that's what I had in my thing for Snoop Dogg. Like, and you let Snoop do it, have a funny commercial, hey guys, we know it's the Super Bowl, Yeah, smoke responsibly. That makes too much fucking sense. It does. But so does marijuana being legal.
1: Do you think Eminem's going to be
2: wearing a Detroit Lions jersey? Ooh. I don't think so. I think he's wearing. I do. I think he's wearing a Matt Stafford Detroit Lions jersey. Oh, that would be great. I though. think if he if he if he wants to play into it and keep it on brand, if he's a true fan, you guys you can't be mad at you can't be a fan of Detroit and have feel some. No, type nobody's of way mad about. at Matt Stafford. Yeah, exactly. So you show it a little love, and hey, I could still rock my team. I don't have to be a poser, and I'll rock. He's playing in the game. I'll rock this jersey.
0: It's like being mad at the one hostage they let free and you're one of the other hostages. Like, nobody's going to be mad at Pat <laughs> Stafford.
1: Which company do you think is going to have the first commercial out of a game TV break? Pepsi. Pepsi.
2: You think? They got, they got the big bucks.
0: <laughs> Pepsi's coming in strong. This yeah, p- that
2: caffeine. Facts Business Journal says Pepsi's. <laughs> yeah, that caffeine. It's either Pepsi. <laughs> caffeine. It's, it's big either, caffeine. It's, it's either Pepsi. Or it's gonna be some shit that none of us wanna see. It's gonna be something real serious. It's gonna be Facebook with the new name, dude. Nah. It's gonna be something serious, like and somber that like we don't like. It might even be PETA. PETA might sneak in there. You think PETA might they, just They always do. PETA like PETA commercial. Here's who we
0: did commercials the other day. <laughs> Guy eating a steak. Yeah. Guy chewing his steak. <laughs> like waitress walks her? up. Waitress slices his throat. Guy bleeds out on the table. Like that's that's what I imagine. If PETA could, PETA would. That <laughs> would could, be what's, a, P- what's
2: the Medusa commercial we like? They kill him in, the, in that commercial. They don't portray it as she She turns him to stone, turns the, the bartender to stone. I'm just saying, that. yeah, that guy died. Yeah, he's dead. That's what I'm saying. Like I wouldn't put that commercial past. Well, I'm just saying like PETA would go hard in the paint with the uh, you deserve to die. Oh, no, yeah. They would make you feel real bad. <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs>
1: Do you think there's going to be a player that will have to tackle a streaker during the game?
2: Yes, take that bet. I think if there's a streaker, I think it's almost one of those things now, the players, like, you know, you get the tee off on a random person. And depending, like, I think if it's a male, like, I don't think if it's a female, but if it's a male and they actually get on the field after what happened last time and the cheers and the type of social media stuff that went on after Diggs tackling, I think someone would definitely... It's like, it's like open season. Well I think, here's what I think. We
0: have the perfect storm for a streaker here. <laughs> we have a midwestern city, drunk white guys, right? Is, since he's technically in the midwest, which makes no sense. Um, and then we also have um, a community of TikTokers mm-hmm. out, out west. Mm-hmm. The Rams fans. Yep. So we've got one side that just can't wait to just get on internet TV. And on the other side you've got drunk white guys Perfect storm. I think you bet that. I think you hammer it wherever you can get it. And I, I, the guy that has to tackle him, I want it to be Aaron Aaron Donald. I want to see somebody just like crumble. You know what I mean? Like I just want to see. I want to see the world realize <laughs> like you like should what do we're doing out there. Yeah, St- Stevan Diggs. Like, he tackled somebody that was cool and everything, but, like, people don't realize
2: he he catches football. And he's still a big athletic guy relative
0: to a guy walking
2: down the the mall. But he catches football for a living. He's not putting his face in the fan and trying to tackle anyone. I want Aaron Donald to rearrange some things. Yeah, you know what I mean, or to see someone just get Send like a message like that to old America, school, you know that WWF clothesline, yeah, just like a nice clothesline yes. and get his feet in the air. Jalen Ramsey's going to be the one to deck the oh, fucking streaker.
0: That'd no, be real good. No question in my that'd mind. Be real good. I love Jalen Ramsey, me dude. Me too. He makes me he makes <laughs> me, me too. feel like the non non racist John Gruden <laughs> crunching film. Like <laughs> like I just want to talk about Jalen Ramsey over film of Jalen Ramsey right now. Just the mention of Jalen Ramsey makes me football excited, dude. Oh
2: man, he's just and you know I don't love a lot of football players. This guy's a DB for for Christ's sake. Here you got to see his um. You'll probably enjoy it a lot if you haven't seen it. his million dollars worth of game. It's a it's another podcast with like um Gilly the Kid. How's this podcast game? It's awesome. Jaylen, you like Jalen's good, yeah. yeah. And then the, he shows them around their house in Jacksonville, yeah. his house and. He's hilarious. That's good. He's he's he's
0: a star, dude. Yeah. He um, is. All right, and he's gonna deck the streaker. Hey, marketing. Want to give you a stab at the marketing stuff? You said you have some uh, some missed opportunities because you, in the wake of making and I, pitching some
2: ads. Yeah. So, like when my man pot roast with the Denver Broncos, read when he was in the Super Bowl, I think that crock pot they missed a real good opportunity. Boy, they missed a fucking they, one right in the middle of the plate. Because hey, everyone knows at the end of the day, you can't you can't cook a pot roast a good pot roast without a crock pot. And then they have an XL version, so they could put a market in on it. XL, here. I can Just see like on the, the box jo- right George, George, George Foreman, Foreman, Pot Terrence Roast. Terrence Knighton, Pot Roast, like the XL Crock Pot.
0: Damn. You almost wonder what went, went wrong there, because you know there were some negotiations. The, it, it, it we sh- should ask. It, it should have been. We should talk to Pot Roast and see.
2: And then obviously, we no one knew until after, but like Tostitos and Victor Cruz, like Salsa. Yeah, and, Salsa, that's true. It's never too late for him to get in the salsa
0: game, but I feel like they're getting boxed out by guacamole. Big avocado. (laughs) And then also David Tyree football hat. It's been right there, dude. Just a hat with a football on it. Giants fans would wear that to games left and right. Think about it.
1: Those tactical flashlights... That come on, that are really annoying. Those commercials for
0: tactical flashlights. Oh yeah, I love those. <laughs>
1: they missed an opportunity with Ray Lewis from the uh,
0: Super Bowl, where the lights went out. Oh, Ray Lewis, Ray Lewis, flashlights, tactical flashlights. flashlights. And he's like, it's just low budget, and he's just in that stadium. That's right. The lights
1: go out. It's it's on. I don't know. <laughs> I got my tactical <laughs> flashlight.
2: I don't know what the opposite of Velcro would be, but. After the whole Janet Jackson debacle,
0: yeah, something I thought <laughs> something, about the Janet Jackson thing. They so something like there.
2: yeah, rip-proof, some type yep. of some type of fabric or yep. something. Yep,
3: <laughs> it's weird to me that Heinz mustard never signed Heinz Ward, who played at Heinz Field. It'd be too
0: maybe it'd be too confusing with the the name. They would have maybe what they did is they asked him to legally change his name to Heinz, like the the German. Because uh, <laughs> that'd be the only way that works. You know? <laughs> the, the city search, of the searchable stuff like would be all fucked up.
1: The city of Omaha, Nebraska should have taken out ads during Peyton's two Super Bowls. Or the just the whole like, time they just yell oh he just yells Omaha.
0: Or just put Omaha now Omaha's got plenty going on, don't get me wrong, but maybe they could put a billboard outside Omaha like home of Peyton Manning and just see how long until That's they right. get sued No, or Omaha Take steaks
2: the, You know about Omaha steaks yeah. Like the ones that yeah, the when I was in, I didn't even know that they have like What do you want for dinner? They have like pop-up shops like yeah. Where you could just go in there and order steaks yeah. Omaha He's just yelling Omaha
0: at his wife and children Omaha, Omaha <laughs> What's for dinner dad? <laughs> Omaha <laughs> Just chucks like, a, a porterhouse Right <laughs> <laughs> At somebody at his dinner party <laughs> uh, Hey I had a bad Uber uh, situation the other night yeah. I think I had like a really awkward exit. First off, my Uber driver into the bar the other night said that people regularly uh, pick her, try to pick her up, which is a very bad thing. And that, th- that does not surprise me. But I also had an Uber driver who is a male and says that he scores, so to speak, all the time with female passengers kind of telling him, hey, come to my house. Is that a thing that happens
2: with Uber? No comment? I mean I'm I'm sure it does. You gotta think about You're a former driver.
0: Have you heard about other people in the locker room talking about scoring on the job? (laughs) There's no locker room, first of all. There's (laughs) not.
2: There's not a locker room. It's not like in the precinct, like people get to work and like they got a locker and shit. But showers. I've definitely turned down some advances before in my Uber driving days. It's very noble of you. But it's something where like you gotta think about you're picking up a lot of drunk people. Yeah. And sometimes... If your whole goal is to go out and yeah. get drunk and maybe get taken home or go home with someone, if that fails, that might be your that might be your half court shot. Guys shouldn't be taking that half court shot. I can't speak for women. No. Guys can't, no, not can't at be all.
0: taking that half court shot. It's dangerous. It's too but the ride home is when things really went wrong for me. Uh, I tried to talk to my Uber driver. Uh oh. I wasn't that fucked up, but I just like uh in my head I'm like, yeah, these guys and gals, they don't want to talk to anybody, right? it depends. It depends. So I'm trying to be nice, he's a, I'm a big guy getting an Uber. So I try to be friendly sometimes, especially if somebody's gonna feel like, like a little bit like, uh, you know, like the, who's this meathead that yeah. in my car. They're definitely gonna like break a window, like Latimer from the program or something. <laughs> and I don't look that way anymore, but, but uh, I'm still tall, tattoos. So I'm trying to be nice. This college student, he's a history major. I'm like fuck dude, how do I talk to this guy about history? I'm hammered. Like my my house is coming up. We're coming up the driveway and I ask him, "Well, what's his favorite kind of history?" Oh my god. You know, I'm like, "What's your favorite like thing to study?" Which is like a very I love history actually. I'm doing the whole I would like to do that as a major, but you motherfuckers read too much." Ha ha ha. And he doesn't really like laugh that much. I'm like, "Damn. We're not friends." <laughs> so, Hail Mary was, "What's your favorite historical like time period?" and he's like, uh, and I'm uncomfortable pulling up to the house and I'm like, oh, it's all, it's all good, man. I know all, all of it fucking sucks anyways, right? Like, saying that like, history is fucked up. Like, yeah. History is it's tragic. It's very bad. Like, history is v bad. There are not a lot of good characters in history. Even the good ones. And what do he say? And there's like a long silence. And he goes, I have no idea what you just meant by that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm in my driveway now and I'm like, well, what I meant was that like, I asked you and I just did it very like, cause maybe he didn't hear me and I tried again, nothing dude. And I was like scrambling for a word. And I think I misused the wrong word, like to, to, to apologize. And I just shut the cab door, the Uber door. Sorry, sir. And I just backed away. It was like the worst Uber exit I've ever had. So, That's to the history major who drove me home the other night, I'd sincerely apologize. But I still contend that history, while it's really interesting to, and maybe this is what he took wrong, history is interesting as fuck, man. It just sucks. It's depressing, it's tragic. I mean, I don't mean to piss in your Cheerios, man. <laughs> history is really a noble major.
2: Guys, he probably rated guys, me down guys driving Uber to pay off his student loans for his history major, and you tell him that history sucks
0: Well no, I think it, I think he took it wrong like clearly I had here's the thing i had I had already laid out like I was jealous of your major man um He knew I was a UVA student, so you know maybe he didn't think I was a total moron, but by the end of the, the ride, he hated me, I think, and I,
2: I feel partly responsible for that. You got to look at your you have to look at your Uber average to make sure it did not go down. And well, it was sure. a 493. So you you have to look at it. Which is not it. great, right? It some places it's not. But it depends on how it, it's all on how your, many
0: Read, you probably don't even do Uber. You just cross country ski to the bar. That's right. So but if you had an Uber if what I would had you If I had rate an Uber, Uber? If you got an Uber, pull it out. Let's measure Ubers. Let's measure Ubers. Big. Oh, I got I got to add a tip here. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna. Add a, five, I'm gonna add, I five? haven't tipped him yet. Five's I'm, the best, right? Yeah, yep. I'm gonna enter a custom amount. I'm gonna kiss kiss up to this guy. Give five, him ten dollars. And, and,
2: and can you leave a message? No, I wish I could. I would say. Uh, no, you gotta give the YouTube. You gotta give the YouTube ad. Tell them to subscribe, like and subscribe. History doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> and oh man, my shit is terrible. What's bro? your shit? It's four, seven, oh my seven. god, he must have rated
0: me like a zero. It was 4.93. It's 4.9 now. See? I it's 4.9 now.
2: Yeah, that happens, bro. He probably was like, what, what, is, what was that guy saying? I guys. just
4: got a uh, 4.91.
2: Okay, alright. My shit is terrible. I'm a 4.77. Seven. Damn, dude, you are just i I'm like the only a, perfect are you doing, rating like, in here. No. no, to be
3: honest, though, I have a 5 also. Alright, alright. You we guys got are
1: two
2: both 5s? ratings back
3: here. Both you guys? But how many Boomstick. rides
2: and stuff like that? What are you doing?
0: What are you doing? Very in the car? Kind,
4: I mean, not a Reed, the I could see you things. getting a
0: five. Matt, I could see you getting a five. I could see you guys getting a five. Not the wrong I'm thing. I'm actually
4: surprised mine's that high. I had a friend that I ordered an Uber for and he puked in the back yeah. seat of it. So how much do they charge
2: they charge you though, right?
4: Yeah, but you know, I, I Sent the bill to my friend, and you know he paid me back. Yeah, but I I think it was like a hundred and twenty dollars or something. Yeah, yeah. Like that. But yeah, I, that I'm happen. surprised that it's that high. I remember that now. It was like a couple of years. So ago. the reason
2: why mine's is bad, I'm notorious. I am very, very notorious at like canceling Ubers. Like once they got there.
4: Oh so yeah, So like yeah.
2: like that, and and, and, it, and it happens sometimes. It happens it sometimes. And they like, get paid think anyways. They yeah, get paid like, anyways. you think you're ready. Just you, be communicative. Exactly. You think you're ready to go, and and maybe you're not. I like to say down in five, guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm sure people get left outside the casino a lot, Uber, like uh, Uber guys. Yeah, I'm ready to go. I don't know, man. But I just, uh, I want to apologize to the Uber community for my
0: rating. I also want to apologize to uh, Redacted for uh, the show I put on last night. I don't think it was that bad. I think of the history thing just, uh, that's where we went sideways. My favorite part of history, uh, personally, World War II. When we were fighting the Nazis. Good times. Except our military was segregated.
3: A lot of positive changes came out of that, though. As like soldiers exactly. in World we... War II saw the way that they were being treated as equals in Europe and then brought some of those changes back. It's part of what launched the Civil Rights Movement in the 50s.
0: Well, there we go. So, fuck yeah. Nail on the head here. World War II.
3: Yeah. I wasted my college majoring in history, unfortunately.
0: How much? How many <laughs> pages a day, you think? Because this guy said maybe 80 to 100 Easy, yeah. But I th- I think, honestly, I could read 80 to 100 pages in a day if it was my J-O-B.
3: Oh, you definitely fucking can. I would
0: love history. I have to go back to college, man. Fuck this, guys. I'm going back to college. <laughs> Y'all take care. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket close to the day. Of course you can. Or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime now with our friends at On Location. You want to craft a perfect confetti angel just like I did? Go to the game with On Location. The official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering you the most exclusive ticket packages available. Visit On Location, exp.com, forward slash SB56, or search Super Bowl On Location.